It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to The World in 10, the Times of London's unique take on world events every day. I'm Alex Dibble. And I'm Eleanor Shearwood. We're on the ground on the US-Mexico border as tens of thousands of people try to cross into Texas. We know Russia is plotting to control Moldova as well as Ukraine, and the Times has an exclusive on how they're trying to do it. And we hear from the actress at the centre of the Netflix blackwashing claims. This week, what's thought to be as many as hundreds of thousands of migrants have been gathering at the US border. Now, what you're hearing here is a man trying to cheer up a massive queue of people waiting in what looks like the middle of nowhere. This is happening because at midnight Eastern Standard Time, an emergency COVID law, which meant authorities could expel migrants at the border without giving them the chance to present their case, that law is ending. That law was called Title 42, but it's being replaced by an even tougher one by President Biden, which would essentially deny asylum for most people who try to cross over illegally. But there's been a lot of mixed messaging and not everybody knows about it. So this huge wave of people are still going to the border, thinking they'll be able to cross into the US more easily. The Times' West Coast correspondent Kieran Southern is at the border and he sent us this voice note explaining what he's seen. In the streets near to where I am, there are thousands of migrants sort of camped out on the streets, a lot of tents, a lot of people living rough, a lot of families, a lot of children, young children, seeing pictures of of babies being carried across um, a a river in a basket on top of the, the parents' heads. There's a lot of dirt in the street, a lot of squalor here. There are signs up in, in Spanish asking people not to use the streets as, as a toilet. A lot of rubbish in the streets too. There's a, a, a sense of, of desperation, I would say, among the migrants and the people who I've spoken to who've got friends, family across the border waiting to join them. A lot of confusion. People just don't know what to believe from the, the conflicting reports. But if these new laws are so much tougher, then why are people going? 
Well, the time Stephen Gibbs is in Venezuela and he's told us it's because of older issues like the economy. But now a lot of this current panic's being driven by misinformation on social media. Things like WhatsApp groups where messages go viral, really, saying either this is your last chance to get to the border or perhaps, you know, after May the 11th, things are going to get a lot easier head off now and I've seen some of these messages and they were they were sort of fake voicemails from people living in Florida saying, you know come here you just cross the border no problem at all you can get a house with a swimming pool within a few months etc etc a lot of those are written by people traffickers who therefore encourage a whole lot of clients to to join their business. Even President Biden's admitted the situation at the border will be a bit chaotic, at least for a while. What has become very clear as a result of the Ukraine war is that Russia wants to extend its influence beyond Ukraine. And what we know is that it wants control of Moldova. And now The Times has an exclusive story that the Russian plot to overthrow the Moldovan government is being orchestrated from here in the UK. Now, this is being done by the former Moldovan police chief who's now living in Britain. His name's Jorge Kavkaliuk. We know this because of an intelligence report that's been given to the UK Foreign Office but has been seen by The Times' Maxim Tucker, who's an editor on the Foreign Desk. Now, Maxim told me that the UK is sort of providing Jorge Kavkaliuk with a sort of safe space. And he uses that safe space to kind of post very virulent articles on his Facebook feed to his followers about the government of Maya Sandu. And he has been agitating inside Moldova. His supporters have been protesting in Chisinau, the capital. Um, and his kind of his security force that he's recruited has been attending those protests as well. And so the Russian plan to overturn the Moldovan government, the pro-Western Moldovan government, what's your assessment of how that plan is going? I guess how successful this man has been and also the plan as a whole? Well, I think what Russia has tried to do is use its playbook for Ukraine in Moldova. And by now, after kind of nine years of what's happened since Crimea um, and the current war, we're very familiar with that playbook. It starts with protests which uh, claim to be legitimate against the government. Um, It escalates quickly to paramilitary forces seizing uh, key government buildings and then the security forces being brought on side. And and now that the West is wise to that, it has good intelligence on when these things happen. And Western US um, intelligence and Ukrainian intelligence has told the Moldovan government that these protests being organised in Moldova now are the beginning of a Kremlin plot to take power in Moldova. In response to the Times article, Kavkaliuk himself says he is the victim of a political persecution by Maya Sandu's government, which has misled its international partners. My grandmother saying to me, I don't care what they tell you in school, Cleopatra was black. She has become an icon. I am a god. Queen of kings. Her story resonates with every woman. 
and thus began a controversy. Uh, that was the trailer for the new Netflix docuseries on Cleopatra, the Jada Pinkett Smith executive produced docuseries. But there have been claims that the series commits so-called blackwashing. Yeah, people in Egypt have reacted with horror to it because scholars there claim that Cleopatra was of European or more specifically Macedonian Greek descent and that she wasn't black. In fact, one lawyer there has basically gone to Egypt's public prosecutor to block Netflix in the country because of what he describes as Afrocentric thinking. He basically accuses Netflix of distorting and erasing the Egyptian identity. Mm. Now, the director of the series um, says that given Cleopatra's family tree and how many generations she was away from those Macedonian and Greek ancestors, it would be somewhat unlikely that she was white. And the director acknowledges that casting a black actress is a political act. And in an interview with The Times' Kieran Gare, the lead actress Adele James, who plays Cleopatra, said she agreed with that. In the sense that, like, to be a black or mixed race or Mm. non-white person is kind of a political act in Mm. and of itself, Mm. like, even just existing. And I do think when you think about how the history of Egypt has been colonised in the minds Mm. of pretty much everybody, Mm. I think it's a very accurate Mm. description of it. However, it's a political act also to to desexualize her in a lot of ways, Mm. which is how she's been portrayed for Mm. all of time, and talk about the brilliant woman, mother, leader, Mm. politician that she was. I'm joined now by The Times Deputy Foreign Editor, Susie Jagger. What are you working on at the moment? We've got a good story tomorrow about the reconstruction of the Mosul Museum in Iraq. So you remember five years ago, it was trashed by ISIS and there was still, you know, pretty upsetting um, footage of ISIS pulling down a number of statues and other antiquities. Uh, Iraq has hired some French experts from the Louvre um, to literally pick up the broken pieces that were strewn around the floor um, and put them back together again like a big jigsaw. Um, We have images as well of what the new museum will look like. Now, before we go, we've just got enough time to point you in the direction of an interview on the sports section of the Times app with the identical twins playing rugby for England, who both hope to go to the World Cup this year. I think there's a bit of a tactic there. I think it's so that people go, their opponents go, man, this guy's incredible. He's everywhere. (laughs) Yeah, it makes them look like they're running (laughs) twice as fast. Um, You can get that uh, interview with a Times Digital subscription and... All that is left is to say see you tomorrow for another World in 10.